1: we go, it's one of those days it, there, there it for Brian. Is. It, it is one of those days. Three Wednesday. years. Yeah, no, it's not. It's this Tuesday. It's close enough. No, but it's not it's Wednesday. It's close enough. Yeah, uh this is the last day that all of us are together. All of us. All five of us? Yeah, all five of us. Pete, That's Mikey right. B,
0: Bogish, and, and us in here. This is it? This is it. Don't get wispy. No, I will not. Because we still have another show together. Oh, but not just all five, collectively. Yeah. Because when I come back on the 29th, it'll just be four of us?
1: Um, I don't know how it's right. Well, Bogish is just coming in to say goodbye, I think. He's not even doing the show that day. No, he'll do updates for us. I thought it was Jacob. Th- they're you both t- in. Jake, they're splitting the time. So Andrew will be doing updates for us, Jacob for the New Yorks. Oh, okay. All right, so... It's but Pete won't be here that day. Correct. We'll all have right. a fill in I haven't looked yet. All right. So yeah, this is the last <laughs> this, is, this is the <laughs> last day where we're all together. Well damn. Yep, that's right. You weren't very nice to Pete when he said this is the last day you're going to see me. I was very nice. No, you didn't. No, you were not.
0: What was wrong with my response?
1: You said, "You said, bye, Malafala, and that was it. Well, and not even like, well, I'm sorry, a- I was kidding. It was just a straight <laughs> bye, Malafala.
0: Well, I mean, you just throw that in my face. This is the last day you're going to see me. I mean, <laughs> what would be your response? Um, I hey, would. Man, s- <laughs> you take care. It's been a good ride yeah. last three years. Have fun. That's it. Go go get them. Wait, kinda.
1: This, this is your goodbye right now to Pete. That's better than bye, my follower. Yeah, I guess. Okay, but that's you, progress. I mean, you're not gonna have. There's not gonna be like an after the show goodbye to Pete. This is it. Why well, I gotta do it again? I just did it. Well, I'm just saying this is the last. This is the last time you're gonna see Pete. Good. <laughs> <laughs> that's just this, Yeah, it's not nice. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate it. That's see, not- I, I try to be nice, and you bring me back to the evil side. No, I trying to make you nicer. That's what I was trying to <laughs> do, you know. Man, that's what I'm – I can't do that That's, I guess. Not, it's, that's it's all not. I in. got. it's not in you. That's all. It's I'm detached. It's not in you. you. You pegged me a long time ago. Yeah. Yes. I've decided to look at Brian a lot over what? the next Why? couple of days. Just stare at you. Don't just, look at just me. take you in. Because I'm not going to see <laughs> when we get closer any of you. <laughs> you no, know, when you came in today, you know, a couple minutes before the show. You know, I was just taking you in. You did look at me strangely. I, I just, like, yeah, I was taking, like, the whole thing in. I was just take, taking you in. Just a setup. Yeah, I know. Was,
0: I was looking for the plastic on the floor. Thought maybe I was going to get it. No, wow. no, no, not at all. Oh, uh, I'm just uh. trying to get a nice mm. memory in my oh, head. okay. That's all. I can
1: send you a picture or something. No, 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 it's different. Oh, it's, yeah. an, it's an aura thing, you know. Oh, Brian right. Jones. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, an aura. <laughs> it's an aura thing. <laughs> well, take all this in. I'm Make taking it in. fella. Yeah.
0: I got a lot for you to take. Never
1: yeah, <laughs> that see that's just disgusting. Brian Jones. once again over the line. Well, <laughs> you take me there? Right. I, I I know that Stockholm syndrome exists too because yes. Mikey B is talking about how much he's going to miss you.
0: Oh, has he been? Oh damn! Yeah, all, all the time. We come a, a long I way. Yeah, I mean
1: it's just every day. I tried <laughs> though.
0: I mean I tried. Uh, I I, I try real hard, Ringo. Yeah, I tried.
1: Right. And he kept screwing it up. Oh, no, I think you guys are ending on good terms. I think so. We
0: shook hands for the first time ever. <laughs> Just now. I saw yeah. that. Yeah, I saw him put his hand out for some <laughs> weird reason. First time I've ever touched him, and it didn't involve <laughs> me choking beating, him. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a beating. That's progress, baby. Never I really, know like, it's you, motherfuckers. <laughs> be called this early morning. <laughs> I, Yeah, I didn't even curse him <laughs> out this oh, morning. Oh, man. That's pride. What? <laughs> what? I'll take it. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
1: He pulled me aside yesterday, Mike. It's like I just don't know what to do without Brian in my life. There's going to be a Shut void. It's going to be a void left there, an empty space that can not be filled. Well, FaceTime. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you see that come up, you see FaceTime come up. Mike Biseglia. It's somewhere, whatever the hell you are, you know, in uh, Puerto Plata. <laughs> and <laughs> what do you do in that situation? Uh, run. <laughs> <It's me and> <laughs> the- <laughs> throw the phone <laughs> in the ocean. <laughs> see, that's just not nice, man. What? See, I'm going I'm to see these guys every day. I'm going to see well, them every day you. still. Yeah. So it's not like I'm not going to see them. Well, I'm you just- talk to them. Oh, of course I will. Right, I maybe not Pete. Pete's a very difficult man in the morning yeah. to deal with. Okay. So maybe not him.
0: But by the time you're done 10, 11. Yeah, then you, maybe you, you, Pete will be
1: have... warm. yeah, warmed up by yeah. that point. But not not in the very morning. He will have softened. It's a very, it's a very difficult man very you early the You have tomorrow. to give the, the Michelin man a little time, you know. <laughs> you yeah, to, yeah. to, to to grease himself <laughs> up. And then all of a sudden, you know, you can, you can have a conversation. All right, so there's a Monday Night Football game on last night. I really thought that this was going to end up being a blowout, to be honest with you, because the Falcons were a team that I thought had finally figured out something offensively. We're going to be more consistent. We're going to go on a run. They end up winning the game, and it's good for them, Uh, but and Devonte Freeman was was really good but there's just something there's still something missing from this team and I know this is a negative take on the Falcons when they go on the road in a division game on Monday night football people were fired up there cuz it was John Gruden night and they still were able to win the game even though I thought they should win it by more but I mean the Bucks had like nobody playing in the game mm-hmm. I mean they were they went in shorthanded they lost guys throughout this game. You know, broken legs and concussions on both sides of the ball. Offensive linemen going out. Both tight ends were out for an ex- extended period of time. Break yeah. comes back in. O.J. Howard does not come back in. They're throwing balls to fullbacks that are <laughs> bouncing off their hands last night, the Buccaneers. No Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Well, he hasn't. What do you mean, Deshaun? I mean, Deshaun Watson. (laughs) Deshaun Jackson. (laughs) They haven't haven't had Deshaun Watson the whole year because he's been with the Texans. And then he got hurt. I'll just shut up and let you do that. (laughs) I've already checked out. Well, Deshaun Jackson, he ends up getting hurt, then comes back in. And I think he ends up going out again. I know. That's what I
0: meant to say. Right.
1: (laughs) I'm so confused. I was like, yeah, no Aaron Rodgers either. Um, So it was a a game where I really thought the Falcons were going to be like, listen, Listen, we're back, and I know it's a lot to ask on the road within a division in the NFL in December— Uh, but I was a little bit disappointed with their performance in a victory. I don't think that this team is going to set themselves above in this conference like they did last year. Well,
0: all the blame and focus has been squarely pointed at Steve Sarkeesian, the new offensive coordinator. There are plays to be made. There were plays to be made last night. Matt Ryan couldn't hit those plays. I mean, it was just amazing. Guy running, rolling out, clean pocket, and he overshoots a wide receiver that's wide open. He had another one there near the goal line to Gabriel, and he threw the ball at his feet. I mean, this is all about Execution. It's not about play calling. The plays are there. Julio Jones, front corner of the end zone, overshoots him. Their plays there. Now, you have to execute those plays, so they need to quit howling and complaining about Sarkeesian. It's about the quarterback, and it's about this offense jive, and lucky for them, they have balance. Devontae Freeman, he was outstanding last night. Yeah. He was the whole offense. Uh, he was all-purpose uh, guy all night long, almost 200 yards uh, in all-purpose yardage. Uh, so he was there running the rock, catching it, but Matt Ryan has to play much better. He didn't look like an MVP. Yeah,
1: you're right, and there was... More instances than the ones you even mentioned. I mean, Julio Jones was open in the end zone on a goal route that was probably about a 40-yard, would have been a 40-yard touchdown pass, and Matt Ryan was late and lofted the ball too much there. There was a, a time that he missed... The tight end Tuolo, who nobody <laughs> was open. nobody yeah. was around him. He doesn't see him. He ends up taking off with the ball, and I know that he rolled to the opposite direction, but he did stop there and look down the field for a second, and still totally missed the guy. So, and that's a guy that's six eight. How do yeah. you miss him? Yeah. Wide open. Yeah, it was. It was a little bit of a disappointing performance for. For them, So when I started to see them heat up offensively, especially after the last time that these two teams played in Atlanta, it was the Julio Jones game where he went completely off. I thought that, okay, the Falcons are going to do the same thing as they did last year. They're just going to heat up and they're going to keep going. Now, they won this game, but I can't stress enough that they just are missing something. And even defensively, they've got all these guys, you know, all these guys that should be dominating and John Gruden was focusing on Vic Beasley last night he ended up getting a sack but he was focused on Vic Beasley he's like I you know I don't see the same guy that I saw get 14 sacks last year I haven't seen he's been dealing with injuries but he's just he's just not the same guy right uh so and, and on the other side of things you know Jameis Winston who has had a brutal year probably played his best game with his shortest hand and He's still lost at home. <laughs> so I don't know what to make of that. I know a lot of people are fired up about Jameis Winston this morning. I see NFL.com's got a big article, Rays of Hope for Jameis Winston. I mean, are we really lowering the bar that much for yes. this guy?
0: Yes, we are. And, and here's the guy you thought going into the season. And I, 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 I was reminded of this, how I felt about Tampa Bay coming into the season with all the moves they made. You know, you have Howard, a big pick out of a uh, tight end out of uh, Alabama. You, you have Deshaun Jackson who comes over to the team. And I thought he had more than enough offensive uh, prowess now with these guys coming into the fold, and yet it's been a woeful season for him. You can chalk some of that up to the injury. Uh, but a lot of it's just he hadn't played well, and that offensive line hadn't played well. I know Doug Martin uh, wasn't there for a lot of this season, but uh, this team has been so inconsistent, and especially off the heels of D- Dirk Cutter receiving so much acclaim for elevating the play of of Winston, and now he's taken a huge step back. Yeah, you can be excited, I guess, about last night's performance, but will there be any consistency over these last two ball games? If you see that, okay, maybe a ray of hope, but... Last year, there was a lot of hope coming out of that season. Uh, in the offseason, everybody, okay, Jameis Winston, his team has turned a corner. New head coach, what do you have? Nothing to show for
1: him. Yeah, and I think that, that that relationship has to end. And I don't know how true the, the rumors are, the reports are, that those two aren't getting along at this point. But uh, this season was a complete mess. And I know that Jameis Winston getting hurt is a part of that, but this season going into it and they had so many injuries i mean they went into this thing and with Gerald McCoy was out with an injury yeah. the the week prior it was funny because they had a bunch of John Gruden's former players from that 2002 Super Bowl team there and as they're talking about Gerald McCoy being out of this game they show a shot of the sideline and who's standing next to McCoy is Warren Sapp mm-hmm. and they could not get that camera off of Sapp quick <laughs> As he gets into the shot, the camera's... Whew, like they just got him out of there so quickly. They Can wanted no part of general? that. <laughs> yeah, they wanted no part of that. And, and I was watching Gruden. I actually, I, I watched his halftime speech. Don't ask me why. But I they kept it most of it on the broadcast because, of course, he was a part of mm-hmm. the broadcast. So I, I watched it. And the passion that this guy has and how fired up he still is And you could just see the emotion pouring out of him. And I'm thinking things are falling apart there in Tampa. He still lives down there. He always by the facility a lot. And we always talk about all these stupid Gruden rumors everywhere. Like with the history he has there, if there was one place he'd go back to, it would be there. I still think it's very unlikely. But if there was one place he'd go back to, I think it would be there. Just with all the history and give it one more shot. And it just, I can't believe, and I know... It's a tired discussion um, because he never wants to leave. He's got a cushy gig. But when you hear him, and especially reminiscing about those teams, it really is amazing to me that he hasn't jumped at another job with how into football he is. Like Cowher, you see Cowher walking around Central Park, and he's got a, a, a new wife who's a plays in a rock band, and he's like hanging out, and he's doing music videos where he's putting on mascara, and he's, you know, everything's great, man. You know, I'll just say this. This place is a beautiful place. <laughs> you know, and he's just he's just living life, right? Like Gruden just like oozes football constantly. Like I'm really surprised that there hasn't been a situation where he's wanted to get back into it with the passion he has for it.
0: Well, I, I think it's a lot easier to let it go when you have that uh, Lombardi trophy sitting on the mantle like, yeah. like a coward, like a Gruden does. Uh, so uh, you, you've checked all the boxes. You got to the mountaintop. So uh, now you, while there's still football in you, you can fight the urge because you want it all and you know what it takes to get back there. This is a, that's a stressful job. Uh, It is so stressful and Gruden legendary sleeping in the facility. Uh, The guy would never go home. Now he gets to go home. He gets to see the family. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, Uh, but he he doesn't have as much stress in his life. He's, Still making just as much, if not more, money than he did as a coach, and and so it's it's a cozy existence now. And he still is close to the ball game. He still gets to show that fiery excitement uh, that he sh- showcased on the sideline. So it's a win win for him currently. And I, all the people I've talked to, actually one person who knows him pretty well, I says he he doesn't think y'all ever coach at the collegiate level, but they think he will. There's a possibility if he does get back into it, it will be at the NFL level. And, yes, why not Tampa? Still live there. Uh, they, they still love you. So why not Tampa? I, yeah, I, could see well, I could see him going back. If there was a team he'd go back
1: and coach, it would probably be the Buccaneers. Well, here's the reason why. Because they just put his name up there in the ring of honor. And how weird would that be, right? Well, and, it'd be, and the,
0: you know, it'd be like and on the, Joe on the college, Gibbs. It'd be like Joe Gibbs, and even on the collegiate level, like Bill Snyder, Kansas State. Yeah, I guess. And then Gibbs came back. I don't believe they did anything when he came oh, back it was for terrible. the second it was a second mess. time around.
1: He was trying. He was trying to run stuff from the eighties, <laughs> like, and he brought all these guys in. I mean, that was brutal. That was so bad. I, I was probably Spurrier was probably worse. Oh yeah, but Gibbs was close. It just didn't work. None of it worked. So, I mean, it's it, trust me. I'm. I know it's a tired discussion, but something last night was different about it. And the way he talks about Jameis, the way he talks about that offense, the way I don't know, it's just. And then him up there talking about his players, and I just. It, was, it it. struck me differently. Gotcha. And then, you know, mm-hmm. and then Cutter with the glasses on the end of his nose, look at his play sheet, totally confused as his team loses another yeah, game. Yeah, man, get some nicer glasses. I mean, dude. it just, I don't know, it just felt like maybe, maybe, maybe he's reminiscing, and, you know, he's standing on the field, he's got his visor back on <laughs> and he's got players wearing the, I, I forget who it was, but one of the Bucks defensive players had custom cleats on with the Chucky face and his mm. face on it. Had Warren Sapp right there next to him. Right. Giving him lipstick, (laughs) sex toys, you know, because they was cute. Like, all these things were happening (laughs) last night. And by the way, Gruden has not met a penalty that he doesn't like. That's true. Every time. It's every Monday. I just laugh. You know, there could be like a stabbing. There could be a surgery that happens on the field. Someone could just slice another man open. I don't see it, man. I don't, I don't, I don't know what they're looking at. Guy's getting mauled. Some guy brings out a baseball bat. It's a guy in the knee. Man, I don't know what they're looking at, man. Like,
0: what, what are you talking about? Right? You know? I know. He, he those penalties and, and come on coach some of them are legit some of the other ones not so much
1: yeah okay so we've got plenty on the show today we have a goodbye guest the guy that we really love talking to is going to join us for a final time and adam richmond who is the host of secret eats on the cooking channel john beeson one of the most in shape men in america is also going to join us a little bit later in the show lines are open do you think that john gruden would Go back with the one job with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And are the Falcons good enough to get back to the Super Bowl? Those things on the table at eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Just getting started. Keep it right here. Give us a call right now. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Brian in the break. Cursed me out, cursed Pogish out, and booked a trip to Thailand.
2: <laughs> Brian Jones.
1: So that's that's the type of day we're having. Yep. And Bob is in California on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Bob? Hey, it's a pleasure to talk to you guys, but I'm pissed. Man, I discovered you guys about a year ago, and I commute. When you start your show, I start driving, and the 45 minutes fly by, and now you're splitting up. God. God. <laughs> I'm sorry we upset you so much, man. But we got a couple more shows, and CBS Sports Radio will still be here. What was that? I don't know. He was upset, man. We'll have to put that one in my repertoire. <laughs> yeah. Are we still doing promos, Mike? Can we make a promo of that? No.
2: Oh, He's got to be part of one, right? And only if Kiko Alonso hadn't hit Joe Flacco, we'd still be going strong into year three. Right. Yep,
1: that's it. Yeah, that was it. it. That was the end of it.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Couldn't hide it anymore. Couldn't hide our true feelings. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh,
1: all
2: right, Bogish. What's
1: going on over there,
2: man? Well, guys, your report's brought to you by Cremo Shaving Cream. Beards have knees. Cremo Beard Products care for your beard no matter the length. Try Cremo Beard Products available at Walmart and Target. Kickers from Fordham usually don't miss tying 54-yard field goals in the final seconds of Monday Night Football. So I don't blame West Durham on Falcons Radio for this. With five seconds left, snap, spot. Try his way by Murray, and it is good.
1: No, no good. Missed it to the right.
2: Really important Man. that he missed it. Patrick Murray close. just wide right, giving the Falcon the 24-21 victory in Tampa Bay last night. Matt Ryan's team remains in control of the second NFC wild card. And stays one game behind the Saints and Panthers in the division. It keeps us right where we want to be. And uh, now we got to find a way to get better this week and try and get a win uh, next Sunday down in New Orleans. Ryan threw for a score. Devontae Freeman ran for one. He had 194 scrimmage yards. Jameis Winston, 299 and three scores in the year, but his team drops to 4 and 10. With the Falcons winning, the Packers cannot. Make the playoffs. Jerry Richardson has given up day-to-day control of the Carolina Panthers amid sexual harassment accusations. Tina Becker, who was once the team's head of cheerleading, takes over now as chief operating officer. Panthers linebacker Thomas Davis suspended two games for Sunday's blindside block on Packers receiver Devontae Adams. Davis considered a repeat defender since he was fined for an illegal hit earlier this season. You know what?
1: I just was hit with something here. Uh, okay. You know, I, I know... A Panthers cheerleader. How about that? I know a Panthers now cheerleader. Now you tell me. Again. Yeah. On is, the way out. This is the second thing she stumbled yeah. upon. Yeah, no, I just remembered it. So and it's a weird, it's a weird connection. So I was in a charity event, which I've told you about, the dancing with yes. the celebrities of right. Pittsburgh, and we played we tweeted out the video. You did the years Michael ago. Jackson. The Michael Jackson thing. The person who won that was Miss Pennsylvania. Of whatever that year was, and I met her there. And her dad was a big listener to the show. Now a Panthers cheerleader. Maybe we should get her on the show. Hmm. How about that? He waits three years to tell me this. Yeah. I I just popped it to my head. I was like, you know what? They have. And where is she? I was like, yeah, Panthers cheerleader, Carolina Panthers cheerleader. Wow. She uh, wears jeans. <laughs> what?
0: I didn't say wiggle for me. I just asked. No, no, no. Puts on her own seatbelt and everything. Oh, damn. Yep. No hope for me. Shaves her own legs? <laughs> Dirty old man. I
2: mean, seriously.
0: <laughs> just I wouldn't go that. I wouldn't cross that line, folks. I'll let you do your own
2: seatbelt. I mean, is it that difficult when you're rich? I mean, it seems like yeah. you have right. to go to such extremes when you've got, like, the normal things exactly. to lure women in.
1: Yeah, I just, the worst one, I well, all of them are bad. I shouldn't say the worst one. But the one that really gets me is the accusation that he would invite professionals, people, his colleagues, female colleagues of his, into the luxury box at games, and they would expect to have a meeting with the owner, like a high-profile meeting with the owner. And instead, he would take his disgusting eighty year old gout foot out of his shoe, stick it up there and ask for a foot massage. <laughs> like think about this.
2: Yeah, yeah. I remember what my grandfather's feet looked like yeah. horrible. Yeah. Like way <laughs> worse than Brian's. Right. You know? He never, was my favorite person, I wouldn't rub his feet for him. <laughs> <laughs> never,
1: never mind that toe jam. Just he work around it. Just <laughs> disgusting. Someone who thinks they're gonna have a meeting, be like, Oh, this could be a big break for me. It says like, uh, honey, do you mind? <laughs> yeah, can you get a little closer to that
0: yeah, bunion? Right. Yeah. Mm, all well, that tickle. Ham a hammer toe what, man. I don't feel nothing when
1: you massage them.
0: Uh, feet.
1: What's that position you want again? <laughs> oh, see? Man,
2: it's just terrible. Whoa. Why yeah. do I feel like he's a toots guy?
1: Yeah, he would say toots. Uh, hey. Oh, uh, sweetie, toots. Yeah. Oh, come on, toots. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Maybe he's a, yeah, he could be a toots guy. It's definitely an option. It's on the table, for
2: sure. Uh, Kobe Bryant's numbers 8 and 24 went to the rafters last night at Staples Center. Lakers president Jeannie Buss explains why. We are retiring both your numbers because... If you separated each of the accomplishments under those numbers, each of those players would qualify for the Hall of Fame. Yeah, after pregame and halftime ceremonies honoring Kobe, the Lakers almost beat the Warriors in overtime, but Kevin Durant at the tie-breaking shot with seven seconds to go, 116-114 the final count, nine straight wins for Golden State, 14 straight for Houston after dumping Utah 120-99. Season I, 33 from Eric Gordon. The T-Wolves snuck past the Blazers 108-107. The Hornets cooled off the Knicks 109-91. Boston, a 112-111 win in Indy with Terry Rozier stealing a pass and dunking with one and a half seconds left. And the Bulls outscored the Sixers 117-115. That's six straight wins for Chicago. Number two, Michigan State hammered Houston Baptist 107-62. 12th, sixty-two. Twelfth-ranked Gonzaga beat up on IUPUI 101-71. And number fifteen, TCU fought off Texas Southern, ninety-one seventy-two. The Horn Frogs are eleven and zero, and have won sixteen straight games dating back to last and season. TSU hasn't won a damn game. They've been playing everyone across the country and getting their heads beaten in. Uh, hockey last night, the Oilers down the Sharks, five-three. Pittsburgh losing in Colorado, four-two. Boys, all right, bogus. Thanks.
1: So our ask the pros question of the day yesterday. Remember what it was, Brian? No, <laughs> it was, <laughs> will Thomas Davis be suspended for the rest of the season uh, for that hit on right. Devontae Adams? Big rig, right? Uh, Big rig 75, See, yes.
0: I remember it, some of
1: it. That was the man who asked us the question, hashtag ask the pros. But well, we both said, no, you can't possibly suspend the dude two games nope. with Gronk being the one game. And it might get reduced to one. We saw that with Danny Trevathan, reduced to one. So uh, Davis is appealing it. But there was no two games reduced to one for Gronk. It was just one. And I know that the Steelers and their fans right now are trying to come up with conspiracy theories about how the NFL doesn't want them to win and they want the Patriots to win. And that's why the Jesse James call was called the way it was. If you want a real, juicy conspiracy theory, how about this Gronk suspension? Seriously. Right. I think that, and I fully believe, that when that happened, with the repairing of the relationship between Kraft and Goodell, that they were afraid to suspend him for that Pittsburgh game. And if that game was against the Jets, that game was against any team that was not the Steelers, that he might have been suspended two games. But the fact, the combination of the repairing of that relationship and the fact that it's Gronk, how much did he mean to that team? And they were playing the Steelers the next week. They gave him a game suspension. Well, that was it.
0: I, I, I don't think there's any question. You want to protect your marquee game, and you've got the Steelers, the Patriots, that history there. It's, a, it's there at Heinz Field, and there's been a build up for this game for over three weeks. You have the head coach of of the Steelers who's discussing that game, although briefly uh, when he has a couple of games in front of him before he gets to that one. So, uh, yeah, you want to protect that that uh, huge a game, you promote it like crazy, and it lived up to all the billing. So I, I don't, I can't say that the reason Gronk was only suspended uh, the one game was because that was looming on the horizon. But it's so, what he did was so egregious, not within the normal uh, playing of the game. And I mean, he could have broken that cat's neck the way he pounced on top of him, put his elbow in his back, and yet that was all he got was one game. That was outside of everything you're taught. And you're saying you want to protect the players and something like that where a guy's face down, did not even have a chance to defend himself. And then you get this letter from John Runyon to all the players who've been suspended. Juju Smith-Schuster for his head on Bontez Perfect. Now Thomas Davis, he claims he's a repeat offender, which he is. So I can understand you want to hand down uh, a two games instead of one since he's been in the crosshairs previously. But those plays were during the game, the normal play of the game, hits that were not outlawed a few years back. What Grant did has been outlawed since the game
1: began. Yep. Devontae Adams wants no part of the Thomas Davis explanation either. So <laughs> he said, I'll never understand it. Game is already dangerous enough, and we got Pro Bowl players out here headhunting and saying they didn't mean to harm me. So, and, and Davis said, I understand your frustration. I do apologize for the hit. In no way was I trying to hurt you. My first instinct was to turn and make a block. In all sincerity, I do apologize. I truly respect you as a player, and I made a mistake. And well, that's a bunch of bulldog. You can
0: respect the other guy, but you definitely want to inflict harm on the opposing player. You go out there with all your ferocity and try to hit them as hard as you can. You want them to feel it. Now, do you go head hunting? No, that's out of the game. You have to take that out of the game. I understand that. But yes, I am trying to hurt you. I am trying to inflict harm
1: upon you. And any defensive guy that says otherwise is lying. And Adams came back and said, look, it's football, but no room for a blank like that. We're supposed to be in this together and look out for one another, not mess with a man's livelihood and hand out unnecessary concussions. We all got mouths to feed. What if I did that to him and his kids can't eat? Damn. Damn. About the kids. He'd have
0: to turn them over to Dion. <laughs> Dion would take the kids because they mouths is hungry. All
1: right. Well, Dion Sanders definitely is he's like mm-hmm. a refugee house. Yes. For little children who yeah. hey, are more look, to marry. Looking for guidance. Right. Hey, my
0: life is built for kids.
1: Yeah, for yeah. kids. Uh, Devontae Adams, he was the subject of the Trevathon hit, too, so you yeah. probably had enough of this. Yeah, <laughs> you think? <laughs> and this is I don't have any. Take
0: your apology and shove it. <laughs> yes, Second time on. this I... happened to me, man. <laughs> say whatever want. I don't,
1: what it is about Devontae Adams. <laughs> People want to take his head off. But... Got a target on his head. Yeah, I guess so. But, that,
0: uh, but you're with me. You, you talk to these defensive guys. You want to knock the snot out of somebody. The snot? Yes, the snot. <laughs> knock all that out of them. Snot <laughs> bubble game. Slobber knocker. You yes. know, your job is to make them feel it,
1: inflict pain. Come on. All right. I believe you, and it happens. It's going to continue to happen. All right, coming up next, there's a man who's interested in buying the Panthers. Mm that would make everybody lose their minds. <laughs> Realistic, no, but fun to talk about. Yes, we're coming right back. Greg Giannotti, Brian Jones on CBS Sports Radio.
2: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
1: We were talking to Bogesh during the update about Tina Becker taking over the panthers as jerry richardson admits these sexual harassment allegations is stepping away from that organization there's many high profile people that are talking about either facetiously or seriously about buying the panthers one of those is p diddy we mentioned that yesterday Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, another who tweeted it out made people nuts Colin Kaepernick, <laughs> which I think was a full troll job. It had to have been.
0: Well, P. Diddy had mentioned that, that he would bring him in as his quarterback, and then he softened that with saying, I know you have Cam Newton there. I'm just talking about competition, baby. And and then uh, Kaepernick up it with,
1: hey, I want to be part of ownership. That would be amazing. It won't happen, but it would be hilarious <laughs> if he could – but don't you need the rest of the owners' approval, too? Don't yeah. you need that? Yeah. Is that just for majority, or is that also minority owners? Uh, I'm not and sure I, about I'm minority. Not, I'm not saying minority like skin right. color minority. I'm yeah. talking about minority meaning, like, not the most Not money. controlling interest right. of, the, uh, of the team,
0: That's right. as Jerry Richardson has now. I believe uh, the number is 48% of the team he yeah. owns, and then he has some other stakeholders, uh, as a lot of teams do. But uh, I believe it's just a minority owner. You have to agree on the whole package, of course. Everyone who's involved. Uh, So uh, maybe it's everyone.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure. I know that the Steelers have a couple of different guys. Like there's a movie guy in there, Thomas Tull, who's a part of it. Um, You know, there's a couple of guys with the Giants. Wasn't Haslam a part of it before he He bought the Browns? He was. Yep. Mm. So I I don't know if every one of those guys has to get approval. But I mean, Kaepernick probably. I mean, he's just doing that. make people angry. I mean, I just think that's a full troll job. I mean, if the guy, if he had a, a stake in the NFL team while he's suing the other owners, that would just be one of the <sighs> most remarkable stories yeah. in sports. And, and, and
0: I, I don't know his, uh, his bank account, but I know, uh, Diddy, uh, he, he had a, had a value according to Forbes, uh, $820 million. And, and, and he tweeted out a while back that he was the first rap billionaire or what have you. But, uh, uh, he's got enough cash, uh, you know, to bring some others in and and make a
1: play. Yeah, I think Dre's got more money than him with the Beats. Oh and, yeah, uh, oh, we watched that documentary with Jimmy oh, Iovine, Defiant and, Ones. And, yeah, oh,
0: it was a great doc.
1: The money that they have is just. Ooh. I mean, it's more than Diddy. I think it's more. I think it's more than Jay Z yeah. with those with those Beats. Headphones. Beats put them over the top. Yeah, yeah. well, well, when Apple bought yes. that that's when it really right. that's what did it. And then he put that video out. That's a big part of the. <sighs> Beginning of the documentary, put a video out, like, billion dollars, him and Tyrese or somebody. Oh, yeah, Tyrese. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I think, Shh, Tyrese almost killed the deal, man. Tyrese got some is- issues, doesn't he, yeah. right
0: now? Yeah, I've been seeing some things pop up here and there yeah. uh, about him. I don't, I don't know want, what
1: to believe. He's not interesting enough for me to pay attention right, to, though. exactly. It's not like one of these guys who are like, wow, what a meltdown. It's not yeah. like Lindsay Lohan or... I don't know, Bieber went, went mm. through it, or Kanye. I mean, he has went, been fine for a while, had not she? Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I saw her the other day campaigning to be in some, like to to bring back Mean Girls all these years later, doing other Mean Girls. I'm like, that's not going to happen. You <laughs> know, it's really not going to happen. I mean, stop it. Go away. You're done. You're cooked. <laughs> You're finished. Now, uh, as far as
0: this ownership group, uh, another guy that uh, reached out to Diddy, or uh, commented after that tweet was was Steph Curry, your oh, boy yeah. Steph Curry said, "I want in." Of course, he's from the Charlotte area. Can't be that long Can he, he can't do that while he's still playing, right? Why not? Why can't you be part of ownership while you? That's playing? never
1: that's never happened. I don't believe it's ever happened. But why can't you? Hmm. I, I, why wouldn't you be open to that? I guess. I mean, different sports. Current player. I, I don't. That's that would be that would be interesting. I mean, I guess you don't have to do anything really, right? Yeah. It's and, not like it's going to be taking away his focus from basketball. Yeah. People say that, but it's probably not realistic. And, and
0: right now, how many ownership groups have minorities as part of them?
1: Oh, uh, probably two. very few. Yeah. yeah, the the Khan, just guy, the two. It's
0: a Shahid Khan, yeah, Shah Khan, yep, and uh, Kim uh, Kim Pagula, uh, is born in South Korea. Oh, was uh, she? Yeah, the uh, owner or co-owner of the the Bills. So okay, that's it. Dos,
1: dos. That's it. Two. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> Jerry Richardson's not in my <laughs> Yeah,
0: He is now. <laughs> he
1: wasn't before last week. That statue of him, man, <laughs> is so <laughs> ridiculous. They should change it now to one of the Panthers eating him. Like if someone's skilled enough to do that, just get one of those angry-looking Panthers to turn around yeah. and take a bite out of him. <laughs> Or <laughs> of the Panthers put a seatbelt on, hey, hey ball, you won't get your hand on my head. <laughs> <laughs> is that your hand on my tail? <laughs> Please get it off. And then I, you know, I'm hearing all this audio from Cam Newton and Ron Rivera being asked about this, and like I get it, they have to ask them about it, but mm-hmm. like, what are you supposed to do? And this is a serious question. What are you supposed to do if your interactions with somebody are all good interactions with them? You don't know a thing about what was going on with this, right? And I, I, I tend to believe that both Cam Newton and Ron Rivera didn't know about the foot massages and the seatbelt maneuver and the jeans day. Like they don't—they're they're busy doing football stuff. And Richardson talks to him and whatever. He's apparently was, was nice to them. Like you can separate those things, but when you're asked about. These these horrible allegations about what Richardson's doing in the office, and then you know y- you have to just speak on your personal experience and say, "Listen, I I mean these things are these allegations are bad, but you know with my Let's personal see. experience, it's he's you know he's been good to me." Well, uh, here's the deal, and things this is a one sure thing that does
0: trickle down. Uh, you get word. You get wind of, of what's happening. You think that time. they knew all this? I, I'm, I'm just saying they, they probably have heard some, some rumors. I'll just leave it at that. But you're right. All you have to go off, really, is your personal interactions with the man or the person, the culprit, the suspect. That's all you have yeah. to go on. But that being said, when you're a superstar, you're a head coach, that stuff
1: trickles down, and you get you get wind yeah. of certain things. Maybe the head coach is y- interacting y- with more people, but Cam Newton, like yes, someone's the like player. it's gonna get to, it's gonna get to Cam yes.
0: Newton's. We knew things that were going on with the ownership group. You hear rumors now. Are they, are they
1: unsubstantiated? Sometimes, all yeah. Right. But well, stuff trickles down. And yeah, maybe I'm naive about it. I just think that something like that getting all the way to Cam Newton. Yes, yeah,
0: so it would get to, get to Cam Newton. Everyone wants to be buddy buddy with the star quarterback. Everybody in that facility.
1: From the janitor to the So they bring sexual harassment rumors to them? You hear stuff, G. Yeah. All all right. I will take your word for it because you were in these organizations. But I I, I just... So it's just a tough spot because if a guy treats you well and then you hear these allegations, I mean, are you supposed to completely turn your back on the guy? How, How do you handle it? I think both... I think Rivera did a nice job with it. I, you know, I listened to him, and he basically said, "Yeah, I mean, these things are disturbing to hear, right. but I mean, as far as I know, the guy's been the guy's been
0: fine." Yeah, you go on your own personal experiences with the with him, but stuff trickles down, and you either want to pay more attention to it or you
1: just summarily dismiss it so i thought ron rivera did a nice job with the richardson questions jerry jones on the other hand i'm not so sure So let's take a listen to what he had to say i'm sad i'm very sad uh jerry was just uh, one of the really 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 uh, outstanding men of football that i've ever met and I really admire him. And I know uh, that he uh, uh, made it the old-fashioned way he worked for. it, And
0: uh, he took what he made in his short time in pro football and turned it into a great
1: business and then used that to uh, uh, get the Carolina franchise. So he's a great story. So I don't know if at any point he addressed the alleged victims. I think if you want to say all those nice things about your friend, okay, but say, if these allegations are true, that's not a good thing that he was doing. And, you know, you got to at least address... You can't just go on a full-blown, Jerry Richardson's the greatest guy I've ever known. I Man, that doesn't come across well. Yeah, he was
0: saying this is really, really sad for Jerry Richardson, not sad for the, the folks who were subjected uh, right. Subjected to uh, his behavior.
1: Yeah, so I don't know if he did at any point, but I haven't seen that yet. And I certainly didn't hear it there. Well, you weren't really... Really, really, really listening. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> Jerry Jones is probably thinking, "All right, damn, my neck. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta make sure I, I no more seatbelt maneuvers." <laughs> hey. Really, really, really. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's a new one. I, I hadn't heard of the uh, seatbelt. Hey, uh, deal there. Hey, Stephen, can you cancel my foot massage <laughs> from the <laughs> head of marketing?
0: <laughs> oh, excuse me, honey. I'm just trying to buckle your seatbelt here. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. You know we didn't have you when I was growing up. I'm trying to get the hang of this. Practice. <laughs> uh, it wasn't the it? law that said buckle up tight? What is wrong <laughs> with people? It wasn't that click it or ticket law. <laughs> click it,
1: click it, click it, ticket and <laughs> stop. <laughs> Sick bastard. Gosh. <laughs> all of these by the way just allegations of course
0: who would say how'd you get all that in them jeans turn around and
1: wiggle it for me
0: never say that that's what she said to me on the first day
1: <laughs> i said i'm trying to lose weight you, you man. never
0: say that unless you have a palm full of cash
1: <laughs> uh coming up next you got a big ceremony? You want to celebrate your team and a great player? Scheduled against the greatest team that the NBA has seen in the last decade. Why not? GO and Joe and CBS Sports Radio.
2: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend over here? Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. <laughs>